Welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party Podcast, the longest-running podcast about Vanderpump Rules out there. Please join your hosts, Holly and Sarah, as they deep dive everything Vanderpump Rules. Hi, everyone. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. What's up? We are done with reunion number two. And what my first reaction to it is, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, I mean, I was like, that's it? And I was like, was it better than last week? Was it not? I'm like, I almost wanted to say last week's was better, but maybe I'm unfair advantage because, you know, we had the bonus extra footage since then. So maybe the same same level or you think it was worse than last week i wasn't entertained this week it was mm-hmm. okay like it was fine but um they kept I, saying wait till you see two and three so they built it up too much well and i it's like they previewed all of the things that were interesting i've already seen them and yes. then to like drag you know like okay like here comes raquel here she comes no you yeah. don't get to see her till like it's it, it just felt like a, a string along to me so then she's in one of three. We didn't see much of her confessional. She's in one of three, but not even a full one because Sheena comes back at the end. So it's like she's getting as much time as Allie, which I'm not saying we all want a lot of Raquel time, but let's face it. That's what the whole fucking reunion's about is Scandival. So we probably need more. Yeah. Or he needs to play more of their one-on-one and, and catch them in more lies like he did. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyways, well, we'll get into it all, and then we'll watch the bonus extra footage on Peacock tomorrow, and if there's any, like, groundbreaking updates, we'll come back to you immediately with that. If not, we'll just save it for the next episode, which we'll be having, too, because we've got an event this weekend, so we've got that to look forward to. We've got some, you know, I'm going to be doing some of this stuff on Patreon, as per usual, and, yeah, I wanted to touch on a couple podcasts I heard, but just real light. Um, before we get into the episode, okay. On Lala's, um, she was talking about, I guess after, I guess Sandoval's been whining and like calling around and having his like person, like PR publicist, whatever, call around. He was all like pissed off. Why am I not invited to the White House dinner? And he was trying to get an invite to that. He's he's like confused and like. Why am I not getting on all these like morning shows and stuff like Ariana's getting, you know, Good Morning America or Today's Show and The View and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's funny because, you know, that's his that's really where you hit him hard, like hit him in the knees, hit him with balls, whatever is the envy, the jealousy, as he said himself, the worst thing you can ever accuse me of is being jealous or envious. It's like. A, that that's your worst fear is a problem in and of itself. Um, but B, now you're living it. You're having to be so, like, squirmy watching Ariana do all the things you want to do. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. I mean, I, I hope that that's, like, because I, I actually don't think she likes doing that. So I hope that it's her motivation of that is why she's doing it. Like, that would make it so much more juicy. Oh, yes. It's his wet dream. Yeah. Um, so the Jackson Brittany podcast, they had Sheena and Brock on. That was kind of a fun one. Did you listen to that? Uh, no, but I've seen clips. It was funny because 
Brittany's like trying to be still nice and I, I don't want to talk about it about nobody. She's like, you know, but they were talking about Joe and they're like, you know, everyone else is just like, she's got that weird energy. She's unhinged. How can she be in the same room with Kristen? Cause like two of them together. And Brittany's like, I mean, she's nice though. She's kind, but she's like that person that you, you, you go into the kitchen to get something and you're like, Oh shit, she's in here. And you get stuck in there with her and you're like, Oh no. <laughs> yes. Like, I love that because there are so many, we've all experienced that. Like I was leaving the casino, um, a little while ago, like, I don't know, a month ago or something. And I see this guy coming and I'm like, Oh God. Oh God. I don't, I nope, nope, look, look away, look away. And I could feel like eyes on me, but because I was so desperately trying to like look away, I think there like wasn't that confirmation, like, is it her? And I was just like, you know, sometimes you just want to avoid shit. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> We've all been there. Or that awkward person in the party, and you're like, oh shit. Yes. I'm stuck with them now. I mean, I still I remember some of um, Julia's barbecues and like, You'd get stuck with one of the people, and you're like, oh, no. Yes, and you knew that, like, there's going to be a long story, and then you feel really bad because they're, like, looking so deeply into your soul that you can't just be like, I'm going to – so you'd have to be, do the, like, I'm going to use the bathroom or, or something like <laughs> that. No one like else that. would talk to them. Yes. You know, remember the one lady that you yes. guys used you know? And then there's, of course, Maverick, which I can just uh, blast him publicly because he knows it, and I say it to his face. But you're like, oh, God, here I am stuck in this three-hour story. Yes. <laughs> so I thought that was funny because she was trying to be nice. She's like, yeah, she's just oh, a lot. But they were saying, um, God, I'm really just really digging jacks lately. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. But he was saying how, although I'm getting a little tired of his story, and Brittany even called him out. She's like, oh, he loves to tell this story and phrase it this way. He's like, I'm just a family man trying to put food on the table. I'm not some big studio. I mean, how many times have we heard him say that? It's like, yeah. we get it. Yeah. Um, but he said, like, some of the poker players that have played with um, Randall, that, you know, Randall owes money, have reached out to him being like, oh, man. We're sorry he owes us money too, but we realize there's a difference. So, you know, we're going to try and help you. We'll try and get your money back for you. So that was nice. That is nice. Um, They both, like Jax and Sheena, both talk about how they think production knew at some point. So that was, uh, okay. Thank you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> a little too late. Um. They were Jax and Brittany were telling Jax was saying about the Randall scandal. He was like, I wish they would have just dove deeper. He's like, there's so many more assist assistants to talk to and so many more people that he owes money to. And some of the stories that they saw and like witnessed how he treated his assistants, like Brittany references one when they were in Havasu. Remember when they did that houseboat thing? And yeah. He kept making these crazy demands on assistants. Um, go get this. Go get this. You know, you're out in the middle of nowhere. And he's like, no, I need this here. You, you need to stay here because in the morning you need to go get this. So he made his assistant sleep in the car. Uh, like, just let him go get a hotel nearby. Like, he's just such a dick. Uh, and then um, Sheena was talking about the wedding. Remember that Jenny Ting girl? Yes, I heard this part. Yeah, that... Um, didn't she get married like right after? Yeah, they Raquel went right on Which, the trip to the the next like Mexican, they left from there. Yeah, yeah. 
So Raquel goes to this girl's wedding and everything. She's on the like the bachelorette catamaran, the whole thing with the sashes and whatever, bridesmaids, bikinis. Um, she, Jenny was supposed to share a room at Sheena's wedding all along. Production knows Jenny very well. All along, they were supposed to share a room. It wasn't until they got to Mexico and Raquel's getting in like the production van. She's like, oh, also, when we get to a hotel, you're going to have to get your own room because um, production said you can't be in my room. And she's like, wait, what? Well, can I talk to them? Like, you know, they know me and I'll, I'll make sure all my stuff's like hidden in the closet. You'll never see me if they need to film. No, no, sorry. They said no. So like their theory is that Santa was like, dude, let's just like keep your room for us. Hmm. I don't know. But kind of a shitty thing to do. Why are you telling her once you're already in Mexico? We already heard about the whole room scandal and how difficult it was to get a room. Right? Yeah, I would whole... I would absolutely love to verify if that was truly production or her. That would be an amazing question to have answered. For sure. Yeah. Come on, production. Because we know production made, you know, Jackson and Brittany stay at a different hotel and all that, so they didn't, though. Well, because Jack, they brought that up. He, Jax was like, were you guys mad that we stayed at a different resort? He's like, you know, production asked us to film, and we just thought, let's, you know, it might be about them. We wanted to make sure it was Sheena and Brock's day, so we declined. So we just thought it would be better if we stayed at a different hotel so we didn't have to, like, you know, I don't, they said it was their choice. And she was like, no, I'm not mad. I understand. Why, and why, thank you for thinking of me. Then why go to the wedding? Like, if they wanted to stay out of the way and, like, not be in, like, why even go? Well, there's a ton of people at the wedding that I'm sure didn't sign. You can blur those people out. I don't know. Yeah, so then why didn't they stay at the hotel? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Ask Jax. I'm just <laughs> saying what they said. <laughs> Um, it's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, because Sheena was like, yeah, it was a bummer because our, our kids could have played together. We had this whole y- private yard and private pool. And I know. just, I feel like we heard that theory like early into the se- into the filming season that production asked that they stay there. And I just wouldn't put it past Jax to like switch that up a little bit to make himself sound better. Oh, for sure. I just only question because he said it in front of Sheena and Brock, and I would think they would know. But, you know, yeah, totally he would. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was about it. I did want to say, okay, I'm impressed. Sheena's always been, like, smart with her money. People, you know, don't give her enough credit. You know, because, like, Stassi's got her shoe wall, right, of red bottoms. Sheena's shopping at um, Revolve or wasn't even revolved remember it was like fashion bug or something yes <laughs> um what, what was that one shoe place where you could get like five pair for you know whatever <laughs> it was like fab i don't know i forget the, the delivery one yes the one that and everyone always said we didn't get our box so they'd get them for free god i, I knew people that did that i'm like that's not nice um like it's like zoo zulex or zoo something right zoo lily no 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 not zoo lily oh you're gonna kill me shoot zoo dazzle or something shoot dazzle no fuck yeah i yeah shoot out yeah i don't i forget but zoo something okay i'll figure it out 
Um, but anyway, so she, they're talking about their car broke down again, and they've had a lot of trouble. And Brittany's like, you're Explorer? Because remember she bought the Explorer when she was with Shay? Yeah. So that in itself is pretty old. But she's like, no, not the Explorer. And Brittany's like, oh, I was going to say. I'm like, actually, I think it would be very reasonable if that Explorer broke down. It's That's quite old, you know. But maybe she got a new one. But she's like, no, my Z. that she Her Z card that she's had for 14 years. Oh, wow. Like, respect. It's like my escape. It do- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Props. You know, value of a dollar. I mean, it, it does feel so good when it's paid off and it's hard to pull the trigger to get to take on that car payment. Yeah. It's so nice having not having one. Oh, I know. Um, so then that um, jolted Brittany. She's like, well, you know, my mom had a Z and before I had my license, I went for a joyride with my friends and I ended up driving it into the house. Plumb right in through the window. The AC unit landed up on top of me. I hit a wall, crushed a wall or two. Like, like she literally crashed into the house. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, how do you even do that? I, I don't know. Like, I can see if you're, like, six or something. But she's like, it was, you know, right before I got my license, I'm like, you really were out, that out of control at, like, 15? Yeah. Crazy. Anyways, fun stories. So Kristen was talking on a podcast. She's like, no, I would never come back to VPR. She's like, but you know, we were going to do the Valley Village or Valley Rules, and then that got scrapped. She's like, but we're hoping now that there's something else like that that we can all do. And I don't know if it'll be on the same network, but, you know, we're hoping for that. So another little hint about what's in the works. Yeah. It's something, for sure. Something about her. Speaking uh, of something about her, it sure it has come a long ways in such a short time. Yeah. Well, what What are you thinking of, like, like the videos and photos you've seen so far? Is it what you I were expecting? Or? Well, I haven't seen anything on the inside. Oh, okay. Like, uh, they, they shot, like, there was a pretty good shot in one of the videos, like, with all of their, like, they have, like, art on the wall and, like, a bunch of shelves and, like, oh. teapots. And it's very, um, it's getting very full in there, actually. Oh. Yeah, it's Well, real. it would help if I looked at Instagram or Facebook. I mean, dude, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'll try to step it up. <laughs> um. It's just enough to keep up with messages and comments. I know, and tags, I know. Like I let alone scroll. <laughs> I know, I know. And it's 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 yeah, it's it's overwhelming. And we got a third venue with a Patreon. I'm like, oh what wait, I need to answer this question or you know. Yeah. And then and then you get like DMs, Messenger. It's just a you know, it's a lot of different balls in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, anything else before we jump into the episode? Do you have any comments about Ryan Bailey and Katie today? No, I don't. I don't really either. Um, I just just heard her on um, Sophia F., which was... 
and Lala was on Sophia F too. She's the other part of Call Her Daddy before they broke up. Yes. Um, so I didn't really know she was going to be on Ryan. So I, I kind of already just heard what Katie has to say. So I don't know that I would seek her out on Ryan Bailey's. But, yeah. Um, so that's, I don't really have any comment because like, I, I don't know I, what to comment on. <laughs> I, um, you know, I, I don't listen to a lot of extra pot for some reason. That's so horrible, but like I, um, it's hard for me to listen to podcasts throughout the day, especially when I have the kids with me or something. Like it's, I just can't put my ear pods in. But this one was a video, and I was able to watch. But I, again, I don't really have much to report other than I, like I, I'm okay going on record with this too because it's just my opinion. I just don't find Katie's personality something that like aligns with me personally like it doesn't it gives me like no energy or no uh, just nothing and I'm sure people could turn around and say that same thing about me like they don't want to listen to my podcast cool um for me it's just like it's just not my cup of tea that's all I will say about it nothing wrong with the interview or anything like that but I was just like eh, like I'm good on this yeah, I just wouldn't expect her to say anything that I need to hear that, because she's not like a, a tea spiller, whereas like, Kristen, she gets a little loose lips, Lala pops off. Um, so, you know, I'd be more interested, like Lala was on Sophia's, because sometimes Lala says a few things that maybe she, whoopsies, and doesn't really care, whereas yeah. Katie's much more careful. She also, therefore- yeah, I actually caught her multiple times, like dropping in the fact that like Ryan like kept saying like so now like you're divorced and you know you're like moving on like what what's the one thing you're gonna do like what are your goals like what are you gonna do and she just kept saying the same thing which there's nothing wrong with that but she's just like I just want to live my life and like just be happy like even if that's like getting a freaking cup of ice cream like that's what you know it was just like very an answer that like you would tell anybody you know what I mean so that yeah there was really nothing there um, but well, that's kind of the point of what we were talking about of like the angle perspective we want to be at because there's nothing that's great, you know, but like I already have the cast podcast to listen to, which is more than enough. It's hard to get to all of them. And that's my priority. Um, so to listen to them as guests on other podcasts, when I know they're not going to say anything because I know they can't. And if they did, they would say it on their own podcast or Sheena would say it on Lala's or Kristen's or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to to give up the right to have an open opinion, a raw, fair opinion without feeling like, oh, well, she was nice enough to do my podcast. I better really make sure I gas her up. I It's not, that's not interesting. Like there's enough podcasts for that that are those types of podcasts that are great. It's just there's it's a dime a dozen so i don't i'm not interested in hearing those or um because i don't have the time and my time like i said are for my cast podcast and i'm also not interested in podcasting about it because i know i can't ask them anything juicy that we can share with you guys that you don't already know yourselves well that's i I told sarah i was texting with sarah and i was saying i have begun to um compile a list of questions that if I ever get the chance to say to someone, I'm going to say them. Like, I have an upcoming opportunity that I'm going to try to tick these questions off um, because there are some questions that I have. But anyways, just really quick back to my point of the of this podcast. 
the thing that Katie does really well is kind of like sit up on her high horse about things. And she did, she got in like a backhand comment about like, uh, he's like, are you sick of dealing with like Scandaval? Like, are you like tired of it? And rather than being like, no, I'm not, because it literally got us something about her, the funding for it, she 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 did say she was careful to not say that she was over it, but she did say that, you know, one of the things that bothers her are some of, like, the fan theories um, that she's been hearing. So, like, she was able to get that in, and then it, along the questioning of, like, what are you going to do um, in the future to make yourself happy, um he's like looking into season 11 and she made sure to get in there. Like, I don't do that. Like, I don't plan what I'm going to do for season 11. Like some people where, because then it comes out too planned and forced and, you know, not authentic. So I thought that was interesting too, because that was a little slam probably at Sandoval (laughs) or whoever tries to self-produce themselves. So what was planned or what was it? Was it planned? But what are you saying? It was planned. It wasn't planned. Yeah. It's kind of a, well, and, and I just, I mean, it's smart for her to say that because, yeah, you better not plan it because otherwise, you know, I don't know. So I, I just, that was interesting. But um, yeah, I, I was not able to finish it though, but that's as far as I got. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. But that's all I've got on Soch. All right. Well. Episode two of the reunion starts off. They're yelling. Lala's yelling. LVP is telling Lala, Lala, just stop. You're being too aggressive. And then, so then James jumps in and yells at LVP. She, no, she's not. You keep sticking up for Tom. And LVP's like, no, I'm not sticking up for Tom. And it's like, whoa, I'm, I'm impressed by the level of step up to Lisa. I love it. And then James comes back or storms off. But Jeremiah keeps stopping. He's like, dude, are you okay? He keeps, you know, running off. And he's like, no, Jeremiah, every time I get angry, it makes me want to pee. So I have to keep getting up. <laughs> I, funny. yeah, I thought that was funny. And like, I'm wondering, like, is that a thing? Like, I've, maybe I've never got angry enough to like, have that hit my. Maybe with guys, you know, like, if he like, sneeze too hard or cough too hard. And you're like, oh, <laughs> Maybe with guys, if they yell too hard, they like accidentally pee a little. Interest. I never thought of that. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of that, like I, I think I'm gonna have to have like some kind of surgery or something to deal with that little problem that I'm having. Like it when a sneeze comes, like I have to cross my legs. Like I have to. I pretty much like wear like a pad now because it just happens like so often. Well, I, you're right there with Chris Jenner and. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Lisa Rinna. Yeah. So, <laughs> ladies, if you ha- yeah, I don't know, something is happening. <laughs> it's all happening, Sheena, in my underwear. Okay, so uh, yes. Okay, so then he comes back and he apologizes to Jane, to Andy, and to Lisa, and Andy's like, "It's fine. Just stay in your fucking chair." He's getting all worked up. Sandoval calls Lala a narcissist. When, if you listen to her podcast, that's pretty much all she talks about is narcissism. Um, so she's like, yeah, no, motherfucker. She's like, I got an ego the size of this building, but I'm not a narcissist. You're a moron. And then Sandoval, like, he does this throughout the episode. He's like a child. He's like, you're a moron. 
I know you are, but what am I? You're a more. You know, he just repeats the same thing. Very Teresa Judice esque. Yes. You know, like you're lying. You're lying. Um. So he says, "You're a moron." He's like, "You got pregnant the second, or, or what do you say? You stopped your IUD the second you found out Stasi was pregnant." Like, what does that have to do with anything? I, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I like, like busted up laughing at that. Co- I thought it was hilarious. It's so out of the left field for me, though. I don't get it because Stasi didn't tell anyone she was pregnant until after she was fired. So so. Why would Lala, Lala's already going to have more attention. Well, I guess she didn't have more attention because the attention was on Stassi. Well, and you have to, like, it got me, like, going down a rabbit hole, which I will probably continue tonight. Lala was obsessed with Stassi, and so was Randall. Like, remember, they had their little, oh my God, they the had their podcast, they had their podcast together, then they were going to try to go on tour. And then they, you know, remember, like, they were literally yeah, they play on the tour together, trying to do everything to be like Stassi and Bo. I will never forget the first Randall Lala podcast. And Randall, the introduction was like 20 minutes about this amazing whale they landed, you thought he was gonna say we have Oprah. As our first guest. And he's like, we have the one, the only, the groundbreaking Sausage Schroeder. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I, yeah, really, right. I, I really believe that Randall was like super impressed with how Stassi had like managed her stardom from being on the reality show to her podcast to her tour. I mean, when I went to Stassi's show and saw Randall, I, he was it was like there were stars in his eyes to see what Stassi <laughs> had developed by having all of these people there, the merch, the like all everything. Like I, I yeah. was standing next to him when he bought like hundreds of dollars of merch just to hand out to like be part of like the thing that night. Like he was like he loved it. And so mm-hmm. I I don't know. I just wouldn't if you go back and like really look at at that, I think there was like a lot of Stassi he was, he, copying. He was using Jax's money for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lala said that he sent an order out that Ocean cannot film or be on video or camera at all, which is just such a control mechanism, especially since he exploits the shit out of all of his kids on Instagram. I mean, there is a, I mean, he puts Sheena to shame about self-vlogging when it comes to, like, showing off everything. Like, what a great dad I am. It's like, so why can't she just be on the fucking show? You basically have her on your Instagram 24-7. Yeah, um, Jack made it, Jack's made a comment about that uh, this, like, literally two days ago because Randall was showing off that he went to Janie and Jack and bought um, Ocean, like, a whole new wardrobe and, you know, picture, you know, videos of him, whatever. And Jax is like, so he can go buy a whole new wardrobe for Ocean. He still owes me a shit ton of money. He's gallivanting around. It's true. It's like, yeah. it'd be, it's, 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 it's always hard to watch someone who maybe has been in a position of, you know, asking for help or, or needing something. And then all of a sudden they're like, you know, grandstanding. And it's like, hold on. Like you literally just said you were like in this position, like, it's not adding up. Yeah. Did you see Stassi got kicked off the Secret Life of Pets ride? No. 
I only thought that was funny because I was literally on that ride a couple days ago. And she's like, I can't believe I got kicked off the Secret Life of Pets ride. She goes, the ride literally like goes in negative speed. It's so slow. Oh, because she but was pregnant? Because she's pregnant. But I'm like, actually, I totally get it because what I remember about that um, ride in here, I, sh- I shared the, the ride with a six-year-old. So the security bar that they pull down is going to hit different for me than it does for her, right? Right. And it was like against my stomach, pushing in. It, even the person was like, is that going to be okay? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'll just hold my breath for three minutes. Is I was it, like, it was is it digging jerky? into my stomach. No, it's not jerky. Hmm. It's, um, <laughs> it's literally like a tram that goes shit, sorry. a quarter of a mile an hour. And it it might spin um, a couple times, but it doesn't spin. It just flips you the dr- different direction, but it flips you like so slow. Hmm. I think it's a security bar because I, I truly felt like it was pushing into my organs. Um, so. We we were not able to go on that. Right? I think we went on like two rides when we were there because it was so stinking packed. Yeah, I think it's a little too adult for um, your your kid's age and, um, you know, yeah. times away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're better off at Sesame Place. Disneyland. Knots. Yeah. Um, because quite frankly, they wanted to leave early and go back to the house. To I know. I, could, I couldn't believe the, um, like when you guys were home, I was like, whoa, like that. Good job. <laughs> and, um, oh, yeah. I think it was like nine to two or something. And we had second day passes and didn't go. Oh, my gosh. I know. I was going to say, I'm like, but they ID you. And oh, my God, it's a whole fucking process. I know. I know. Do you know what they do now? They like. Yeah. It's like clear. Yeah. That's how I scan, fingerprints, security check. I'm like, what the hell? They really don't want people sharing those tickets. Yeah. I was going to call you and say, hey, we have these second day passes. But uh, they were so ridiculous on the ID situation. But I was mad because like. I mean, I obviously have nothing to hide with my fingerprints and my eye scan. I'm unclear. I already did that. But, um, and I guess it's a safety measure to keep terrorists out of the Universal Studios lot. But I don't know. It was just like, whoa, okay, I guess it just felt very, we're watching you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're going to force me, you know, all these children to be in the system. I don't know. Yeah. It seemed creepy. That's They do that at all of them now. It's crazy. Really? Yeah. <sighs> feel like i'm yeah i don't know anyways so that's that and then the studio tour if you got little ones i'm just gonna warn you like you know you used to think jaws was the scary part they don't even do the scary like the tram breaks down and goes into the water um they, they have Norman Bates carrying his bloody dead wife and putting him in the trunk and he's stalking the tram with a knife. And I'm like, oh, my God, there's like really little kids on this thing. Yeah, we we always prepare watching like a POV before we go. So like they were excited to see that part. But yeah, it's scary. I mean, they weren't scared. It was just scary when they reported it to others. Yeah, we saw a man with a knife and yeah. um, he stabbed his wife. And put it in the trunk, and people are looking at you like, what? Yeah, good job. <laughs> Excuse me? 
um, underwhelmed with the Harry Potter stuff, but also didn't go on the ride. So, unfortunately, I went on one of those motion rides, and that didn't work out well for me. Yeah, we only made it on the Harry Potter like roller coaster, and it was cool. Or was it? So, no, I'm sorry, I did not go on the roller coaster. I went on the like. Um, it's kind of like soaring over California at Disneyland, like that, like a Star Tours sort of thing. Mm. Well, anyways, if anyone is coming this summer to visit the theme parks of Cal- Southern California, hit Holly and I up, and we will give you our advice. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, Andy thought Lala met Randall at an audition. I'm like, God, don't you know the show at all, Andy? Yeah, she um, wishes. I loved um, and Ariana's like, no, he was a fan. He's a fangirl. And the fact that, yeah, the story is just so gross. How he sent his assistant up to like approach her at the hostess stand. Hey, you want to be in a movie? So cheesy. But then what's even cheesier is Lala being like, I'm from Utah. I didn't know that kind of thing existed. Like the casting couch. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, first of all, I'm from Minnesota. I knew this at, when I moved out here, I knew it before. I was like, James, I knew it at eight. But I certainly moved it when I knew it when I moved out here and also experienced it. And that was like decades before you, honey. And also my roommate, in, it was like the early 90s. She was on a 48 Hours episode. Yes, that's how old that show is, right? Just like Dateline. On the casting couch, there was this huge director that totally did all like – and and she turned him in and he got like, he got canceled. It was before the me too. It was like in the nineties. I'm like, everyone knows of the casting couch. Come on. Yeah. Um, I was definitely rolling my eyes at that part because a, she did multiple filming projects in Utah. Uh, Mind you, they were like Christian ones, but, um, (laughs) still. And then for someone who claims like to like, be into hip-hop and Tupac and all those things, you learn about the streets and the way things, the way life is from those things. So the fact that she is suddenly acting like she doesn't know is funny to me. And being a yacht girl, and she was going to fly to Italy, like... Like, come you on, know. dude. Nice try. She's <laughs> she's, re- she's rewriting a lot of history with, like, what she's doing right now, but, you like, it's literally all documented. It doesn't matter, Holly. It was six years ago. Move on. Get over it. Yeah. It doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Well, James said, they're like, well, James, you did the same thing. You slept with Kristen to get on the show. He's like, no, I created my own story on VPR. And Lisa, you should thank me for it. I'm like, you know, he's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, James. You admitted it yourself. Well, what he admitted was he was going to get on the show one way or the other, either as Sandoval's roommate or Kristen's boyfriend. He just doubled down. He covered all his bases. And when shit went down, James stayed and, like, continued hustling when Lala ran back to Utah because she couldn't hack it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Very true. So then they have a lunch break. Ariana gets into her comfy clothes, the cast lunches. Sandoval like darts out like a cartoon villain Hold on. in a black just, trench coat. Just, just really quick, like I like the breaking of the fourth wall. Like they're really pushing that now. But I, I, I was like kind of like LOLing at when Andy's like, "Okay, that's break. Let's take a break." And they're like, "That's lunch." And they're like, 
oh, get this mic pack off. Oh, man, I'm starving. I, it was like a lot of like, they're like, okay, guys, really act like you're taking a break and we're going to keep filming. So just keep that in mind. Keep the conversation going and action. You, like it was so. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Who did he look like again? Is it Boris that I think he looks like? He's in that long black trench coat. Yes. His stash. He looks like Boris the villain. Yeah, like Boris and Natasha from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yes. So he goes into Raquel's trailer. Hey, what's up? Um, He's like, everyone's coming for me. He's like, then James, I thought this was really funny because it was kind of spot on. He's like, James is just picking at everything I do. He's like, I could blink, and he, James will chime in like, "Oh, look at him blinking over there, you asshole! Stop blinking." That was funny because <laughs> it's totally accurate. Yes, <laughs> and he's like, "Sheena's groveling, or Sheena's groveling to Katie because she was back in the group." And it's like, she's already in the group, you moron! Like she's best friends with Ariana. Lala already bought a house next door to her long before Scandal happened. Like, Katie's the group now. I mean, whatevs. And he's like, they're making us out to be like pathological liars. Well, um, and Raquel's like, I know, but we aren't. It's like, well, Raquel, you just told Andy that you and Sandoval were just trying to get your stories straight and your timeline straight. He's like, oh, so you're going to lie about, you know, your timeline? She's like, yeah. So it's like, well, that Ergo may make a pathological liar. I don't know. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, you lied to Sheena when she confronted you. You lied to everybody else when they confronted you. And now you're saying you're, you were planning on lying to Ariana. Mm, more than once makes it a little pathological. Yeah. But still, it's that's more him. Like, she's just a lost fucking bird. You know, it's like. People, is she dumb? Is she calculated? Is is there something off about her? Um, maybe a combination of all of those things. Who knows? Um, so James, and then they, they they pan back over the cast, and what do you say? Yeah, go go live in a yurt in Modesto. And at first, I was like, that's random. I'm like, what do you have against Modesto and a yurt? Yurts are cool. And then I realized. Oh, he's making a, gl- a glamping reference. Yes. Because that's like literally where they glamped, except for not as cool as Modesto. It was like a shitty part outside of Modesto. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it like in Taft or something? Yeah, I forget the... Somewhere inland of Santa Barbara, I'm not sure. You guys, if you're driving from LA to like Northern California, go through like the Harris Cattle Ranch. It's like that kind of area. Okay. Mm-hmm. When there's like 300 million cows, you have to roll your windows up. All right. So Raquel told Sandoval that it does. Okay. I like this part. She's watching the show. She's like, well, it does kind of seem like you misrepresented your status and like relationship with Ariana. Like it wasn't totally over. And like you still had a good relationship or still wanted a relationship, you know, with Ariana and he's like, well, yeah, but like, you have to understand, like that's when she was acting nice to me and stuff. (laughs) Oh, okay. So just keep Raquel on the back burner. So when Ariana acts up, 
you can go be with Raquel. But when Ariana's being nice and gassing you up, then you can be with her. Okay? So sick. Yeah, that was... So he's like, yeah, maybe we should have done this earlier. And, like, she's smiling. She's like, yeah, you think? Um, and then she acknowledged. She's like, well, I went through a major transition in my life last summer and just feel like the pendulum swang too far the other way. And this is my wake-up call. And I'm like, that is some really good depiction of what happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, it did. It went too far out of control. She, I mean, there's a time when you, you know, we've all been through those times. You're like, I don't care. I'm living my life. And you just like, you know, and some people do it more to an extreme extent than others. Um, I think she just got caught up in it all. And especially he introduced her to like the psychedelic drugs and all of that, where you truly don't care about anything but your moment. I think she was having her wake up call and realizing, oh, shit. You know, watching Sheena sob and cry and shake about, like, Summer crying because she sees her mom crying. Like, I think she started to get the weight of, like, oh, wow, I this really fucked up a lot of people. I still think she was, like, too dry-eyed and, like, emotionally checked off. Like, but I think that might be part of her DNA. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to make of, like, no tears so far. Like, especially when um, they were talking about, like, the friendship and Sheena was getting emotional about, you know, how much they all meant to each other. It's like you would think, like, something along those lines would, like, cause a tear to roll, but it didn't. I mean, and as we have heard, the cast has been very clear about this that no tears do roll. So even when she's going to get pummeled next week, there's no tears. I mean, I don't like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know like what my stance is on that. Like if I'm like, that's like, I'm done. Like that's too much. She should be crying. Um, or if I'm like, she's one of those people that like just doesn't cry. And and then that like makes me it's like it's all plays into like her no emotion to anything it's like she plasters that smile on she it's it's like i don't i just don't know what we're I dealing mean, with it's for years everyone refers to her as like a robot and that sort of thing like switch her on and off but then she did have that like anxiety attack in like between vegas and havasu and she was sobbing then Mm-hmm. So she is capable of it. Right. That's true. Good point. But that was about herself, not about others. So that is more of like a Sandoval type narcissism where you cry about things happening to you, but you can't empathize when they're happening to other people. Yeah. I've never really seen her in a comforting, supportive role. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I guess they're both narcissists. Yeah. So they kind of have their conversation, then he leaves, but like it's like a fake leave. He knows it's a filming. Okay, I'm going to walk out this trailer, and there's our scene. So then he comes back in. He's like, hey. He's like, okay, now, you know, I filmed. Can you leave now? Like, I want to I wanna talk to her. And the camera guy's like, uh, no. What, what the hell, man? It's just filmed. Like, we just want to talk in private. He's like, 
no. I'll if cameras are up, if anyone's together. That's not fair, man. You know, legally, I need a break. He's like, yeah, you can have a break. There's lunch for you. You can go be by yourself. Take your break. No, I want to relax with her. And he's like, sorry, dude. Like he's just and he's just yelling and getting in the the guy's face. And you know that's what we saw that was leaked. You know before of him throwing a fit. I don't want to. Fucking cameras in my face. It's like, well then, don't be on the show. Yeah. Yeah, because it like. At first, I was like, yeah, like, why don't they get a break? Like, it is like a, a lunch break. They can't, f- like, like, they should get a little break, like, without filming. But then he was offered, like, go have lunch by yourself. We won't film you. Um, at that point, he should have gone, taken his lunch, sat alone, and Raquel should have taken her lunch, sat alone, and they sit yeah. there and text each other. Like, they didn't need to have an in-person conversation and um that's part of the deal man that's your contract it's like a jury getting sequestered it's like yeah that's not great either but they're sequestered because they have to be so you know what you did this therefore cameras have to be up and then he even like started taking it further he's like this is a very delicate time for me man it's like yeah that you created like don't act like oh my god like the weight of the world is coming down on me it's like you literally brought this on yourself yeah well that's just a everyone's get out of jail free card (laughs) well yeah it is yeah all right so then Allie comes out and they talk about that meeting like six weeks after the breakup um, taking breaks from drinking. James is sorry about his comments to Raquel's parents, but said he was just sick of it because her mom would talk about his penis all the time, like, and in front of Grandma Buttons. Like, how odd. Like, he kept talking about whether he's circumcised or not, so clearly he's not, because why else are you talking about it, right? Like, um, That's, like, an awkward thing to... And Raquel didn't deny it, so... Clearly I felt, yeah, I, I felt like the fact that Raquel brought up this whole thing of him talking bad about the mom, the dad, like all the things, it made James look pretty bad. So for him to come back with this, like really snuffed out anything that we could say about him saying anything about the, about Raquel's parents, because it's like, it was so odd that like my mouth was just open and everyone at the reunion was like, uh, okay, like that's very odd. And it just kind of like ended the conversation. But I did like that he took ownership of that. He did say some things that were rude to her parents and he said, sorry for it, which was like, okay, then like, that's all we're ever asking for is like a little accountability from these people where they, you know, just at least acknowledge that they did something. Hopefully Allie has, you know, an effect on him. Obviously he's gotten to therapy because of her. And she said, I don't think you should ever use the word fat. So hopefully he'll listen to her going forward. Like, look, it's never appropriate. You want to throw an insult, just, you know, do it on. But you like, you're not mad at someone, James, because they're fat. You're mad at them because of something they did to you, said to you. So call them out on that and like bring your wit in uh, based on, your experience not on looks and weight and it's just what, cheap what about it's his tacky. what about his ageism <laughs> well if it's regarding jacks it's fine 
<laughs> he did that again with uh, I don't know. And Andy's like, uh, hello. He's like, not you, Andy. You're young and like. Yeah. I'm sort of watch what happens live. I don't know if he's talking about Jax or Randall or. Oh no, he's talking about Sandoval. <laughs> he's an old loser. Yeah. And Andy's like, uh, I'm older than him. Yeah, but you're not a loser. <laughs> not you, Andy. You know, it's a British thing. I still don't think it's right. But, you know, remember Gordon Ramsay? And it's like, get out here, you cow. And I remember like, oh, my God. But those are terms that are used there. Just like they call a cigarette a fag. If you're like, give me a fag. Like, people here might be like, what? You can't say that word. It's just different uses of words there that if, you know, you use those words there with not having the same maybe meaning as here. Yeah. And but I think James is somewhere in the middle. I think he does mean to use it as a weapon, but <sighs> anyways. So so then Santa was like, Well, you almost lost or you we had this great gig in Atlantic City and you were there and you got wasted and you took your shirt off and I'm like, Oh, Santa, you take your shirt off on every concert and no one asks you to, okay? No one's like, Take your shirt off. Yeah, no one. No one ever. Um, but I can see, I did think Sandoval had a point when, you know, Lala's like, you drink, you guys drink just as much as James. He's like, yeah, but we handle it differently. And that's probably true. Yeah. They can be sloppy messes, but polite about it. You know what I mean? Whereas James gets angry and belligerent. It's like, you can be belligerent, but if you're nice, people will give you a little bit more of a pass. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and then Santa was like, yeah, we don't go around slapping. I don't go around slapping girls' butts. It's like, well, yeah, you do. You just did that in Mexico on Cameron and Raquel. So you do. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. He did. Yeah. And Ariana's like, no, you just go around fucking my friends. And he's like, that's irrelevant. He's like, oh, I guess you're going to use that for everything. That's your new get out of jail free card. And James like, yes, it is the card of the year. You must stay mustache pussy prick you warm little bitch yeah oh it's a lot but i i did think like like i have a feeling that sandoval was like i have this in my back pocket james smacked a waitress's ass to the point where they had to have the the waitress sign something um i mean this did sound like a pretty gnarly allegation and if it's true like that is messed up um and I, oh, I'm sure he did it. I mean, we've seen James when he gets in those, you know, in those moods. And if this was like a pre alley thing, or you know what I mean, or I don't even know at what point with Raquel, you know, when he would fall off the wagon. Was it before he got sober, or was it recent after he started drinking again? Mm-hmm. I think I think they're talking about several years ago, aren't they? Mm, I think they were that Atlantic City thing. They were doing like. Probably, I mean, probably 2022. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? But it's like, well, all you do is, all you do is get drunk. He's like, I run a whole show and I make tenfold what you do. And they're like, we're not talking about how much money. We're talking about your drinking. But anyways, Allie's time was short lived, but I thought she was very well spoken and She's very calming. May 1st, 2022. Okay. 
So he's probably drinking, but Allie wasn't out there with him, probably, is my guess. Yeah. Yeah, also December 18th, 2021. Yeah, they did have a little thing going on. Maybe it was December 2021, is my guess. No? I mean, well, the he for sure was there on that date that I just mentioned, because I see him shirtless, like, running around like crazy. But, um, May or December? Both. Oh, okay. Well, we'll do some research on that and see if we can timeline that for you guys. Because he's like, you ruined the gig for us, so maybe that was May then. Yeah. Did he slap a server's butt <laughs> while he was with Allie then? Maybe. I mean, in a relationship with Allie? Yeah, I don't know. Well. I feel like if Sandoval brought it up, it probably implies something big. Yeah. So then James and Allie explain the security thing at the end at the Canyon Club. And she's like, I don't even get this. She's like, no one was even there to see it. And we weren't fighting. So they kind of clarified that. But who had it on video? To me, to me, that like wasn't clear. Like they didn't prove anything. Like they, it still happened. It's still like I don't like just because Raquel told it. That's what was pissing them off. Also, it was on video because remember, a fan had it, and Brock, Brock said, "Give me that video. Can you delete that video? But send it to me first. So Brock saw it. Yes. And then there was someone else. Who is it that someone we know that caught it on video? Um. Besides the Brock, a Jamie, wasn't it? They oh, they were trying to say it was Jamie, but she's like, no, it's not my video because she was in the video. Yes, it was Raquel. 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 Raquel had it from someone and was trying to get Jamie to say it was hers and to tell production it was hers because Raquel didn't want to get like have it tied to her. Right. So like, um, that's a problem because I'm in the video. So how would I be taking it? You know? And so I feel like that's what they were trying to clarify that like Raquel was meddling, trying to get, you know, to like create a story. And I think that's true, but like, it still doesn't like, like the, the act of James needing to be removed still happened. So what are we arguing about exactly? Yeah, I think that should have just been better explained that it was Raquel trying to make something a thing that really wasn't that big of a deal. Maybe it was we'll, more maybe, about her meddling. Yeah, maybe they'll tell, like, we'll get a little bit more info on the Peacock version. On the extra. Yes. Yeah. True. Okay, and he's like, you weren't even there, Sandoval. I think you were backstage making out with Raquel. And he's like, no, it wasn't. And Ariana's like, yeah, as he was dedicating songs to me all night, which we heard he did. And then James also yelled that um, he's like, your bandmates said they all knew about it, about the Raquel and the Raquel of it all. That was strange. Like the bandmates knew about it. Wait, he said that? I missed that. Yeah, he did. He did. He said... Uh, your bandmates said they knew about it. Your bandmates said they knew all about it. Yep. That's what he said. What did Sandoval say? Nothing. It was like, you know how James yells things out? He yelled that out. Maybe if others were talking, 
sometimes when they're all yelling at the same time, it's hard to hear who says what. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we know they did. And that just backs up even more. Like, he, well, it the person that he probably slept with was the other singer. It, but it doesn't matter. It's just a TV show. So why, who cares if the bandmates know? Right. <laughs> Good God. Oh. So then Allie gets up to leave and everyone's like, bye, Allie. Good job. Like, way to go. High five. Yeah. So they come back. She, I mean, she had a really good season. She had uh, like some really yeah. giant roles playing in Scandaval of being the narrator of kind of the timeline. She got to a pretty good little part here on the reunion. Um, she you know, really made it through. Like, nothing big happened with James. They never got into a fight where he made her look really bad or dumb or stupid or, like, there was. there's no reason for us to say they shouldn't be in a relationship. So I would say she came out pretty unscathed. Yeah. And and well-liked by all of the cast members, like, like, accepted in. Yeah, by Lisa, by Lala, by Katie, like. Yeah, that's pretty, shocker. yeah. Not she bad. came off well spoken. She came off very calming, intelligent. But like, w- even Jax was raving about her on his podcast. She's got a backbone. She's not afraid to speak up. I was like, yeah, universally loved. I also I think she's really good on camera, and I think they appreciate that that she knows how to come in, get her scenes done, and uh, you know she was she fit in really well. Yeah. All right, so then we go over to Andy asking about, you know, Sheena, you're going to have to leave, so let's just get this out of the way about the TRO. And he's like, you know, Raquel's saying you punched her. And she's like, I can't say anything until the 29th. That's the hearing. And he's like, okay, well, does anybody have it, anybody else know anything? Um, he asked about, like, the physicality. And Lisa's like, I think she slapped her. And then out of out of the blue, out of anyone, Katie like comes back at Lisa. No, I don't. She stands up for Sheena. I don't think that's possible. Like, come on, look at her nails. Like, no, I don't think that's true. I'm like, thank you, Katie, standing up for Sheena. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was odd. Um, I really, I I really think this was. Um, in Vanderpump Rules history, like during the reunions, there's certain things that happen where the cast really bands together to make sure good. Yes, yeah. and this was absolutely one of those moments. Everyone when was they were being quiet, they were being respectful, they were backing her up, they were saying what she wanted them to say, and um, because it's such a serious subject that could really affect everything on the show, it could affect her whole future getting jobs if she has this like kind of like if it turned into something a felony or something you know it could affect so many different aspects of her life forever that I I think they all took it seriously I think they stood behind her and I think that you know Ariana was very insistent on what was said and what was not and Sandoval was very insistent that she did say things so where's the truth you know I think the truth lies somewhere in the middle. I really like Yeah. I really think that it I think that like I said, I think that they like they they talk about um Sandoval coaching the rat. I think they everyone was very much coached on how to handle this. 
Um, but what do you think about his long pause and his real struggle to like get it out? Was that for dramatics effect? Or do you think he truly, because in my mind, I think Sandoval knows Sheena's the weak link here. She always forgives people. She's always the one that brings the person back into the group. I think he's holding on to her for dear life. Even the way he's like, Brooke cut his hair. Like, I think he still has a chance with Sheena. And so he's really weighing, like, do I throw her under the bus? Do I not? Do I stand up for Raquel? Is it enough if I don't say anything at all? But then Ariana's like, he's like, I, you know, I don't want to, like, betray my friendship with Sheena. And then Ariana's like, you don't have a friendship with Sheena. So she actually kind of fucks it up for Sheena. Sheena's like, then don't open your fucking mouth, Sandoval. If you don't want to hurt me more, shut your fucking mouth. Like, she's basically saying, don't say it. And he seemed to be struggling with whether he was going to say it or not. But then Ariana's like, you don't have a shot with her. And I was like, don't say that because maybe he thinks that he does. Let's let him think that for now. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. This whole scene was puzzling. Like, the pause was like super cringy. Like it, it wasn't like, Oh my God, is he going to say it? Is he get like, cause I, I feel like I'm like all of the viewers too, where I don't quite believe anything that Sandoval has to say. Um, I don't believe a lot of what anyone has to say on that stage, to be honest. So, but definitely from him, I'm not going to be like, well, if Sandoval said, then that's what it is. Like, even when he grandstands and is like, I'll take a polygraph that that is what was said. It's like, that's... That means nothing because every narcissist can pass pass a polygraph. And like, it just, like his word, unfortunately, right now, he's going to have to earn that back for all of us. And it's it's just not like Aunt James said, it's not hitting, literally. Even if we believed him, we can't believe him because he's now known to be this insanely crafty liar. And so even it's like Jax used to be. The time Jax tells the truth, he's cried woof too many times, so no one will believe him because he's, he usually lies. So the time he doesn't lie, like like maybe about Miami Girl, no one believes him because he's usually lying. You know right. what I mean? So, exactly. So now Sandoval's like, Sandoval might be telling the truth, but we can't believe you because we're lying. And of course, we're going to believe Ariana and Lala and Sheena over you just for them being the better person right? in general in life. You know, even if they're lying to protect their friend, not saying they are, you know, I, I, you know, and again, the punch thing, I don't think truly like could fizz. I think, you know, it could have been a backhand, a push and not just because of her nails. I just don't really like see the, but she could have said, I fucking punched that bitch in the face and not have actually done it. Yeah. You know, you, you, your, your adrenaline's it's, high. Yeah, you want your friend to know I stuck up for you. I fucking punched that bitch. And maybe she backhanded her the way Stassi did Kristen. You know, I but mean, you she say, has already admitted that she pushed her. So I don't, yeah. I don't think like that's like, that would have been good enough to be like, I pushed the shit out of her. Okay. Like at least like, you know, and yeah, like in the heat of the moment, you totally could like exaggerate and be like, I kicked her ass. Like even, yeah, you know, and she probably did just by pushing her and throwing her phone probably 
you know, probably like, her hand was pushing your face. You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of my face. And your hand is somehow pushing your face and you're struggling over the phone and you get a little backhanded. What else? I mean, I don't even think we're arguing about what happened and what did it. It's more about what she said on the phone and what Sandoval heard or didn't hear, you know. And it's also about, like, she put herself in a situation that is really scary where she got a restraining order granted yeah. against her. And that decision to lose her temper and put her hands on someone, even after, even if Raquel put her hands on her too, put her in a very scary position, which in turn made her cry in front of her daughter and do all these, you know, put her through all this stress because that the losing of her temper in that moment, like decided something that like really could affect her, just like you said. Yeah. And we've seen you know, people's reputations ruined with that on our show. Jeremy's reputation was called into question because he had something similar to this. Brock had something similar to this. His reputation was called into question. So it's it's a big they deal. They know the severity of it, of how it can affect your your life. It your just... Your career, your reputation, everything. Yeah. It's very mm-hmm. serious. Mm-hmm. And especially them. Jeremy being her good friend, Brock being her husband, you know, like... It's very close to home of how, how how they've seen firsthand the damage it just allegations can do. Mm-hmm. Let alone being found guilty or it proven. Right. Um. So then Sheena says, "No, she will never be friends with Raquel," and that she admits she was suspicious after Katie and Lala told her, and. Then, you know, later on, more recently, like I think that she said this was in January, end of January, she sat Ariana down and asked her and she, you know, Ariana knew she wouldn't do that if she truly didn't feel something because she knows Sandoval and Raquel are her best friends. She knows she wouldn't plant the seed with Ariana unless she felt true concern. And so, and Ariana's like, you know, basically, thank you for bringing this to me but there's no way either one of them would do that to me so that's crazy yeah because you could at least like Sheena's been her best friend for all of these years if she knew and it was just hiding it for whatever reason you know now she's lying to Sheena so yeah I don't I don't believe she knew Sandoval and Raquel we're having this long-term affair. Yeah. So then she says in April, Raquel told someone, I forget, was it Kale or was it uh, another one of their adjacent friends? Because I kind of remember hearing this story that she said that, you know, she told this friend, let's just say it's Kale for just hypothetically, um, that Sandoval told her April and Coachella that, you know, he and Ariana were really kind of in an open relationship and that he was flirting with Raquel at that point in the hot tub. Ariana was asleep. Sandoval says, I never said that. Um, and then Ariana's like, well, then maybe you should stop hanging out with liars. I don't know. I, this, during this scene, I didn't like, I didn't like it because if you can't see that Sandoval's the one lying, like the yeah. fact that they're still blaming Raquel for these yeah. things, it's like, okay, shift. Like, who who are you mad? Like, it. I, I didn't like this. I thought that was a ridiculous statement. Sandoval's a liar. 
He is a liar. So why are you why are you giving him a pass and moving to Raquel? Yeah. I thought that, I thought that was said, really why are you odd. Out with liars. I'm like, she's the one that's lying to her. And that totally adds up that that's why yes. the rumor of Raquel and a Tom, it's because it was, it was just like Sheena's wedding, just dress designers. They just mixed up Tom's because most people, unless they watch the show, they don't know. Maybe they've heard of the Tom's. They don't know one Tom from the other. No, your average person does not. And so I'm sure that's what happened at Coachella and Raquel in her mind's like, Oh, they're not really together. It's like kind of for the show, you know? Yeah. I just, I, I, the other thing that like, I, I'm just like, just watching is all of these rumors were out well, be- like into the season. Like I'll even, I'll have to pull up the tweets of like when all this stuff started coming out. But um, these were heavily denied that that any of this even happened. There was no conversation of this. This was never said. All of these things and now it's coming out that yes it was said. So, it's like hold like it's really hard to decipher like what is the truth and what isn't. Um it's yeah. just making Where me Where we're supposed to land dizzy. on this. Yeah, because like one thing I notice the cast says a lot on these interviews that they do is like, "Oh, I just hate it when there's those people out there that say it was scripted. The cast knew everything. Like, I don't know. I, I haven't heard anyone saying that like word for word, that extreme. Like we've all alluded to some, like who knew what, when, right. I think the most questionable thing is who in production knew what, when that's where the biggest questions are. I think as we've said, it'd be next to impossible for the entire cast to know and stage this as a script and all the adjacent friends who are, who love to talk, um, love to be heard, all kept this secret. You know what I mean? Like, so, so I think everyone's exaggerating on, on all of that, but like attacking anyone that raises any questions and yet they did this and now they're all coming back like, well, we did know, we knew here, we knew in August, we knew in October, we knew in January. I, You know what I mean? It's like, well, where were you March 3rd when we were all theorizing, right? You said you didn't know. Shocker. Completely out of the blue. Blindsided. But now the stories are, like Carter said, stories be a-changing. Yeah. I, <laughs> it gets a little frustrating. Yes. Just because the stories are changing, you know? Carter yeah. style. Yeah. I, no. yeah. Chad keeps on saying, like, anytime I bring something up, he's like, no one wants to, to hear that, Holly. Like, they just let the show happen <laughs> and pretend you don't see it. Like, that that's it. You just, you can't, you can't. Um, but just know in the back of my mind, I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I feel very, I still feel very strongly that um, it was storyboarded and uh framed around this idea if something magically happened you know that was like we weren't expecting that then like i said craziest season ever because this like giant bomb just happened to be perfectly timed but um i'm enjoying the show and i'm watching along with all of you and turning a blind eye so Ariana's like, he's like, 
um, with that. Like, I never said that. And she's like, well, maybe stop hanging out with liars. She's like, I was just with her. I just talked to her. She didn't say that. It's like, oh, were you coaching her? No, I wasn't. She's like, oh, you know, because you always like to try to coach me. And he's, again, like, you did. You did. He's like, you coached me. Because he can't think of a better comeback. And she's just like, yeah, because you needed it. And he does, you know. I heard Sheena and Brittany talking about how many times Sandoval says, like, like, you know, just like that whole um, Howie Mandel answer. And we had counted the us and the likes. And what was the other phrase he liked to say? Oh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Or something like that. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah, you know, like, um, well, like, it's like, uh, well, like, you know what I mean? You know, And he said nothing other than that, what I just said over and over and over again. Um, they were making fun of that. But he, he does need coaching because that is how he speaks. So, he, Tom, you did need Ariana to coach you just to get a sentence out, you know? You know, yeah. Um, absolutely. He is he's really hard to listen to. And maybe like him and I are like kind of similar because my brain kind of works like that too, where I'm trying to form a thought and I'll say those things. And then I think that I said out loud, like finishing, like trying to finish my thought and I don't. And so either you have to know me really well and know what I was trying to say or I like it's. I I kind of relate to that, but God, like if I had this giant scandal happen, the first thing I would do would be to hire a coach. I was just watching a TikTok the other day on the Kardashians and they were doing media training and like just something simple of they're like, Kim's whole career started from a sex tape and Kris Jenner's eyes dropped. They're like, Kris, your eyes dropped there. Like you can't do that. Like you need to just remain looking forward. It was just like little things like that. A little ticks and tells. Yes, it was so. And then they they were talking about you know um, uh, her everything that happened with Bruce, and then how how she reacts like when that's brought up and. Caitlin's brought up like the difference in and her trying to explain it and justify it was really interesting I was like I would totally hire a coach because yeah see I was just watching the Jersey reunion and it's very much like Sandoval is Teresa and Ariana's Melissa because like even if you're on Teresa's side it's very difficult to be because all she can do is just parrot whatever was said it's like you know, you're not very smart. You're not very smart. Or you lied to me. You lied to me. Or, you know, like she just says whatever the other person says, but she yells it over and over and says the same phrase, but like Tanisha yells it over and over and over louder and louder and louder. And usually that's pretty effective. It actually works until someone starts calling it out and then you can't unsee it. And then the whole thing is ruined. Ruined. So, um, and then Melissa, so there's, you know, you're either a Melissa Stan or Teresa Stan, you know, I, you know, I see faults in both of them and pluses, whatever. But Melissa, I, I go, I tend to side on her side mainly because her voice is calm and she speaks in sentences Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm like, 
automatically you already have won for me because I can hear what you're saying. You're making sense. You're providing a, a reason or an explanation or proof instead of just, I know you are, but what am I? Or I'm prettier than you. Look at you. You're an old hat. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't take you seriously when you speak like that. So I'm going to go with the other side just because they make more sense and they can speak legibly. Sometimes I, I think it's kind of funny or I've actually heard like some podcasters who will parrot each other. And sometimes, like especially if you're like making a joke, it's, it adds to it sometimes. But like I said, once you hear it and you start like like hearing the pattern of what they're doing, it becomes like nauseating yeah. frustrating yeah I, I i've heard what you're talking about and it's like it's every sentence and you're every like, no, no, sentence no, you can, yes you can do it every joke here and there but not every sentence yeah <laughs> and then you're like every sentence it's every sentence oh 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 <laughs> and then you just like start laughing at yourself and it's like does anyone really want to listen to that does because i really want to listen to that <laughs> I that's what I keep saying. That's what I keep saying. Does anyone really want to listen to that? That's what I keep saying. (laughs) Oh God. It's it's like we're with the six year olds. It's like (laughs) they're like, I'm copying you. All right. Okay, so Raquel says she regrets filing the restraining order. She's trying to get it dropped and the hearing dismissed. Yet the paper she gave Andy, he's like, well, it looks like this was filed today. So I think that would be, you can't file something and have it be dismissed, like in the same hour, girl. So obviously, Sheena still had to go to court, and they still had to honor the TRO while filming the reunion and do all this extra work for you. Um, I, but, the- but I would like to give Raquel a little bit of credit here, because... I was happy to, it looked like she, this yeah. was a moment where she, it actually looked like she meant it. She but said she, was she pushed into doing it. Yeah. yeah. She said that she regretted it and it looked like, like her face looked semi pained more than I've seen it look. And, um, <laughs> true. And I appreciated that she did take that step to get the ball rolling to, you know, have this, um, yeah. removed. Ariana says she wishes it wasn't removed because it would keep her away from them. I'm like, do you hear what you're saying? Like, no, that would be terrible for Sheena. I thought, I thought, again, like, I feel like it's getting really extreme. The, the line in the sand that Ariana is drawing. And I know it's super, this was super fresh for her. She's trying to, you know, display that, like, she really wants that loyalty from everybody. But Again, it's like becoming a lot. And I think like if I was a cast member with her, I would really be feeling the pressure of of like that statement. You know, it's like, yeah, we're all on your side, girl. But like, don't tell me what to do. Also, you know, like I can if I want to check in on someone like you're not going to be like you have to have a restraining order against that. Like it, it just seemed a little extreme. Yeah. So Sheena breaks down saying how she did everything for her and even to the extent of both her and Ariana had begged Raquel, please be in our lives forever. We love you so much. And Raquel's like, I promise. Like, oh, that's horrifying. Um, And she's like, she even shared a bed with me in Brock and Las Vegas because she didn't want to be alone. I'm like, ugh. 
thank God you were in the middle, Sheena. Yeah. So she's like shaking, crying. She said that like Summer starts crying because she sees her mom crying. She's been stressed and hyperventilating and it's scaring Summer. And then she has to spend more time away from um, Summer because she's got to deal with, you know, meeting with the lawyer and going through all of this stuff, you know. I mean, that, like, I feel like is an extremely fair point to make, like, um, yeah, because, like, when you're, when you're that stressed out, too, like, the not being present with your kid, like, that sucks, you know, you're, you're worried about something else, you, yeah, you have to take these calls away, you know, so it's quiet, so you can hear, it, it's a lot. And then Raquel, again, dry-eyed Raquel, oh, well, now I realize I sh- probably should have wrote her a personal note after all like you think maybe i wonder i'm surprised that sheena hasn't received a letter oh my god the postcard see it's like there are these times in these moments i could be like okay can we just focus a little bit more on sandoval not not put most of the blame on raquel at least at least make it equal but then you have this postcard shit that, you know, you send a postcard so everyone can see it. Like, put the postcard in the fucking envelope. You know? Yeah. Come on. Like, find out where he stinks. Send it to Schwartz's. How about that? Send it to Schwartz and Sandy's. I don't care. Right. <sighs> so then it's hard to feel empathy for her when she does that shit. Right. But. You know, maybe Sandoval told her Ariana moved out. Maybe she believed the commercial, the SoFi. Yeah. Maybe. Um, So Sandoval apologizes and whatever. She's like, oh, he's like, I'm not, I'm not malicious. He's like, okay, okay. It was malicious, but not with malicious intent. And she's like, Obviously, it was with malicious intent because you cheated with other people before. So that implies intent. Oh. Yeah, that was like, ooh. <laughs> and what a stupid statement. Yeah, yeah, okay, it was malicious, but not with malicious intent. It's like... You, he, he, he sorry, has, I killed you. I didn't mean to. He so. has to stop justifying it. Like, it, 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 it's just, it's not... Right. It, it, yeah. We're not talking about first degree versus manslaughter. It's like malicious is malicious. We're not saying an accident versus like, oh, did your penis accidentally fall into Raquel's vagina for eight months? Like, your point is stupid. Yeah. Um, Oh, so then, you know, Ariana's just yelling like, you watch what you say, you know, and whatever. It doesn't matter. You have no relationship with Sheena. And, And Santa was like, there you are. There's the real Ariana. Keep going. Just be the real unapologetic Ariana I know you to be. Now you can do it all the time. Like, totally, like, you know, no one likes to hear that. Oh, there you are. There she is. I thought this was a little interest. Like, this, I was like, okay, like, now we're getting into it. Because that was just, it was, because her behavior is, we haven't seen this Ariana. Every We've seen her, like, taunt Lala and be like I am cooler than you you know like she's done this before we've seen like the little like quote unquote mean Ariana come out but uh, to hear him say this and like this is how she acts with him behind closed doors 
was hilarious to me. Like, I don't care if she did this all the time. Like, who cares? And yeah, go for it, Ariana. Unleash, like, let this be yourself from now on. If this is who you really are, don't hide that shit. Who cares? I mean, that was some of your best scenes, like with Stassi and shit. Yeah. Kristen, when you were that um, person. Lean into it. I love the example they show, though, like how he really talks down to her. And he's like, I was thinking about wearing these red sequins or these green sequins. And she's like, oh, I don't really like the green. Like, that's condescending. She just gave you a preference. She likes the other ones better. And he's like, you know, maybe she could have said, like, wow, Tom, you're so good with fashion. Anything you wear would be great. It's like, you really do want what she said you want. Just someone to, like, gas you up and... and pat you on the head and like um pet you yeah like, pet you with compliments like a freaking mr biggles were. he's he's like, worn those green pants a lot by the way and i agree with her though green is my favorite color but i don't like those i think the red are better for what he's doing on stage i just don't like i don't work. like any of them when he takes his shirt off it's just too much no yes 100 percent so, and then somehow the DF, DFH event came out that we were at. And she's like, yeah, that rat even came to that event. And yes, we know because you brought Ronnie and Ronnie talked to the rat. Mm-hmm. Ronnie, <laughs> Ronnie has a picture with her, a picture with Ariana, a picture with Sheena. Yeah. All, everyone, everyone was there. Um... Sheena then is, gets ready to leave and she's like, I did think this was kind of funny. Like she was just finished her scene of like sobbing and crying and was very upset. Okay, Sheena, well, we're going to have to have you leave. Oh, okay, Andy, hold on one sec. I have something for you. Like snapped out of it real quick. <laughs> Snap out of it. Um, she's like, I have a present for you. And then she gave him her good as gold album that as we know, she told us she was working on this at the Shopify event in February. Yeah to do as like a fun gift for him because she told us like it's been 10 years and he said 10 years ago Sheena maybe in 10 years you'll have a full album or something so she made this specifically her and her sister did this for him I would have liked a little bit more of a reaction for Mandy not gonna lie I feel like they the moment was not right and it's unfortunate because I think the whole mood of the reunion like that's not Sheena's fault here she was like wait she's waited 10 years for this yeah and it was ill-timed yes it Um, it seemed out of place but I think she didn't want to lose her moment because at the end she didn't know when she would be brought back if for sure she would be so I know she wanted to get it to him and be a nice moment on camera. I'm happy they included it because that would have been really shitty if they cut it, you know, and didn't even let her show that. Yeah. So. So then we're going and they're like, okay, um, Schwartz, can you move over, make room for Raquel and Ariana's like, no, 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 no. So what was she, what was she knowing about that? She did not want them sitting together. Yeah, she didn't want Raquel in the middle of the top. She wanted her on the end where Sheena was sitting. And that's fucking fair. Sheena should have been in the middle of the toms, if anything. You're going to let Raquel sit further, closer to Andy than Sheena, but also let her sit next to Sandoval? No. So that Ariana has to look across at them? No. I heard that was an issue. I heard Ariana was refusing 
to do the reunion if they were going to sit together. And I heard, but then I thought I saw a lineup, a couch lineup with Raquel sitting next to Sandoval. Hmm. <coughs> yeah. The, I, I don't know. I, I guess like I, I, I get it. But it just, it seems like a... like going to reach over and comfort her and shit. She doesn't need to see that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. So she comes out and she's on the end. So Andy tells Ariana, wow, you really rode for Raquel every time. Like, anything anyone suspected something, you just defended her. Um, and then Andy asks Raquel, I guess this is in his one-on-one with her. He's like, well, do you think that Ariana didn't want to know? And she's like, yeah, I felt that way. Like, how does she not suspect anything? And so I kind of blamed her for it, which was interesting. I was shocked that she admitted that. Um, I It felt like... Like, if you're too stupid to notice or care, then fine, I'll take your man. Or know. or just, like, I feel like that's maybe something you would tell, like, your best, best friend, like, and then be like, I'm so embarrassed to admit this, but the fact that, like, she doesn't even know, like, it just, like, it's kind of giving me, like, the permission that I need. Like, that's a, a deep, like she doesn't care dark, enough. yeah, like, yeah. She, she doesn't know to know that that's a bad thing to say. Like, she doesn't she- get it. It's almost like she's subscribing to that old justification mentality of like, well, if you're not going to give it to him, he's going to find it somewhere else. It just seemed like a really dumb aunt. Like the fact that she like it's she like showed her cards. It was like, oh, yuck. Yeah. And she's like, well, now that she sees them talking about the relationship and like Sheena talking to her um to ariana she's like but now i see it and i do regret this because he made me believe things that probably weren't really the case you know and even, ariana knowing yeah and even andy was shocked by her he's like oh like he he was just yeah. like leading her to the water and she took a big old drink so in a way yeah. like i appreciate her honesty because i've been dying to get into her head of what how did she do this why did she do this why did she think it was okay like to betray Ariana in that way. And Sheena, all these people that are kind of in her corner, she just, like like she I, said, she really leaned into that wild girl summer and she was going to do what made her feel good at whatever cost. I literally wrote that in my notes. I said, I can't believe Raquel admits this, but it's honest. And so... But it, it, it didn't, like, unfortunately, it, it didn't make me go like, Oh, like, thank you, Raquel, for being honest. Like, I'm kind of on your side now. It made it worse for her, in my opinion. Yeah. But I guess, like, a sliver of me was like, well, at least we're going to, like, she's going to, she's being honest. And be honest. Like, I wouldn't have said it myself because it would have made me look bad. Right. It's like, it's like self deprecating is like, like when you're, it it was, it's like a, a, a deeper level than that. It was like, yikes. Like, why did you just say that? Yeah. But that, that leads into her telling Ariana, she's like, well, we weren't going to say, we didn't have our story straight yet. But then she asked me and she just begged me for the truth. 
And so I told her, and I'm like, and Ariana thanked her for being honest because she said, I know Tom would have never been honest with me. So in a way, it's like, wow, you just made yourself look really bad, but you were honest. So you, I guess minor applause for that. I think I think that possibly what it's showing by her being honest, they're both going to come out looking horrible. I think Raquel's going to come out looking worse because that's just how she's been painted this whole time. But I think that if we strip all this away, that if there is like redemption for her soul or for what she's done, I think that she's going to be able to work through it more quickly um, because if she's telling the truth and she's seeing what she did, maybe she can get the help she needs to, you know, get her to wherever she could possibly continue on. And then with Sandoval, it's like he's a lost cause because he keeps doubling down. He keeps yeah. lying. He's not being honest. So if we like compare them, um, I'm at least like kind of impressed that Raquel oh. is just like she know her. She said like my reputation is has completely been ruined. So she really has nothing to lose at this point, which is dangerous for Sandoval because she's going to tell the truth, expose him. And then everyone's going to look at him and he's going to end up lying and then messing it up with Raquel because she's going to end up eventually getting pissed. Well, he's going to go through this a second time when she gets fed up enough to start telling some of his secrets. And that's exactly right. With her being honest, fans, viewers, whoever's coming at her, they're going to tire and give up because there's nothing to come at her with because she's already laid it on the table. So we're like, all right, well. There it is. Move on. Whereas exactly what you said, he keeps lying and doubling down. So it's it keeps it it fuels the internet sluice to to catch him in those lies and like, see, we busted you on this. See, this was wrong. This was a lie, and he keeps fueling that fire. Whereas with her, it's just going to be like if she's being honest like this. There's nowhere more to go with it other than pulling more secrets out of her of, of shit Sandoval told her. And that will be round two. That may be her swan song. And that may be his, like, can you get any lower moment? Cause it's just going to hit him again. Right. And I, I, so I, I think that Raquel's approach to this, I like her approach better. I think it's going to be rough for her because that what we're going to hear, we're not going to like because it's her, something is going on with like the way she makes decisions and the way that she hurts people. And it doesn't really, nothing's registering. So I think it's going to be really hard to hear, but I think if she can say what she did, be honest about it, even if Sandoval is trying to make her lie, I think that that in itself, like could be healing for her to step back and go, Oh my God. Like I, like maybe hearing it, her, hearing herself tell her own story, something will like awaken in her. I don't know. I don't know if oh. that's possible. And and I get like, and then like I think like if I was Ariana, I kind of get why she doesn't even want to have her around because the way she is kind of like 
word vomiting the truth and like kind of like drudging up all that hurt again. I could see why Ariana's like, I don't want anyone talking to her. I don't want her around. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. Like I'm not doing it. Then you've got Sandoval who hasn't stopped. He went on the Howie Mandel thing. He's doing his shows. He's just living it up. So she's got a lot to, she's got like two things she's dealing with. Yeah. Can we really quickly talk about what did you think about um, Schwartz's Xanax? Oh, and then again, Sandoval still trying to control everything. Dude, don't tell, tell him it's none of their business. It's your medication. It's like, just shut up. He's a grown ass man. He's 40, 41. I was, he can do whatever the I was fuck he like wants. a little disappointed that he didn't stand up for Xanax a little bit more. Like I felt like he was like apologizing all over. Like, why do you take Xanax? Because you have anxiety. Um, he was like, I, I, uh, I only take it once. I don't take it often. Like I only take it once a month. Like it's, it, it is my prescription, but I don't really use it. I, it's, I, I, it's like, it's like, that was like triggering to me as someone who has used Xanax before or uses it. It's like, there's nothing wrong with it. It's dude. unnecessary. He has a prescription. Yeah. Whatever. And if closed. you're, and like, just explain, like, I'm feeling anxious right now. Like that would right. have been like much more empowering to everyone for dealing with mental health, which I still can't believe. I've, and Chad mentions this, mentioned this too, that like they haven't done any little blurb on these episodes about mental health. I'm shocked because they're, they're talking about it. They're talking about on like the podcasts and stuff about, you know, someone could end up hurting themselves. This is very rock bottom for people. I mean, even the fact Ariana in these moments is being very strong, but to go through something like this publicly and to not acknowledge how rock bottom that can feel and the anxiety and mental health things that could bring up is crazy to me. Like, I can't believe they don't have a, if you're dealing with da, 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 da. Yeah. Especially, isn't it mental health awareness month? Yes, (laughs) it is weird. Yeah. I just, and the fact that Raquel is actually, is or was in a mental health facility. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's weird. It is. But anyways, I just, I, I thought like at first it was funny. And then the way he started backtracking, I was like, ew, I don't like that. Cause it's like putting a stigma on it too. It's like, oh, like I don't take, I'm not crazy. I don't, I only take it one, you know, when I need, it's like, dude, come on. Yeah. So they have Sheena, Panda Sheena in the trailer, drinking a White Claw. And all I felt for her was like, oh, I would love that moment if I was her being like, I can just relax. I don't have to like suck it all in. Although she was in a a long dress. I can just have a drink and be in this comfy trailer. Yeah, totally. Um, But she has to go back out there. So it's not like she can put her hair up and take her makeup off get out of the dress yeah um yeah then Raquel's like you know Jeremiah's like are you ready and she's like I think so I'm just gonna hope for the past I would like I like another behind the scenes question is who was in charge of getting Raquel to that reunion because it couldn't have been easy like that like could you imagine walking in there and having to face everybody after what you did like it 
someone had to gas her up to get her there and be like, because she's very much like, I came here because I knew I had to, and I had to show that I will be held accountable for this. So that is why I am here. I came because I should finish this reunion. And it's like... Face of adversity, I must be courageous I, and strong for the children. Yeah, I'm nervous, but hoping for the best. Like, Did you ever see Gone with the Wind? Yes. So, like, when they made um, Scarlet get out of bed and wear that red, beautiful, sparkly dress, because it was after she was caught, like, embracing with, um, you know. Yeah what's her face as husband, you know, cause she always had a thing for him. And they're like, you miss Melly, miss Melly's husband, her cousin, Scarlett's cousin. Uh, she's like, you get up here. You're going to face all of them because it's the talk of the town. <gasps> Scarlett was embracing with, um, what's his name? Um, blah, blah, blah. Ash, Ashton, Ashley, Ashley, yes, Ashley, Ashley. Um, and she was always in love with them. And they're like, Oh Yeah. Clark Gable rant makes her, he's like, you're going to go up there and you're going to look like the, the whore you, that you are. And he makes her wear like the, the red Jezebel dress. And she shows up there and all the women are glaring at her with judgment. And then, you know, sounds like that's like how Raquel must've felt like walking into that lion's den. Yes. But I don't think she did feel that way. She certainly didn't look like it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh. And she's certainly not going to get a big embrace from Miss Melly. <laughs> Ariana's not going to walk up to her and hug her and be like, sit down, my sister. <laughs> no, oh. but yeah, I don't I like I, I kind of give her props for not, not being like more dramatic walking in or like, you know, doing the Sandoval thing and like crying on the wall before he was being like, I can't do it. It's too much. Like she, she just did it. Like she just, it's like, okay. And that that's why it's like. It's such I, – I can't wait for next week because, like, this is what we all want to know. We're we're all waiting to hear from her. We've heard from everyone else a bunch. It better be extended next week. It better and be it better, a long one. And it better be good. And they better let her talk because I, I want to hear – So is Brad by Brad revealing Alex Baskin's revelation tomorrow on – uh, or today, as some of you will hear this podcast on Nick Vile's podcast, because that was the teaser. I guess so. He, he so know, yeah, he knows everything. So we're going to hear it before Bravo airs it next week. Awesome. Huh. Well, it better be an extended part three. And there better be, I want more or, of that one-on-one footage on Peacock. Yeah, tomorrow we might, like, get a big old present. Maybe. And maybe that's why he was allowed to, but he's not under contract with them. So I don't know. Yeah. That's one. It's that again, it's one of my big questions that I want answered is what do the cast members slash producers slash editors of this show that they all, you know, they all say they bleed for this show. They work so hard to be authentic. They're all real friends what do they think of when one of their inner circle friends goes on a podcast and, you know, talks? I, I just, like, you never hear, like, 
from Justin Bieber's best friend. You don't ever hear him going on a podcast <laughs> and spilling tea about or their like friend or Stassi about or Jennifer. Just- you never hear like Jennifer Aniston's best friend being like, "You guys, so let me tell you about her hair. It's actually not as flowy as you think. <laughs> she actually uses Stassi's- pert plus pert. Does that still exist? Who's uh, Stassi Baby's best friend? Was it that Kylie's or Stassi Baby somebody else's best friend? Wait, um, oh, Stassi and Kylie Jenner? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her best friend. Like, does she go on podcasts and talk about Kylie? I Not that I know of. And cor- may, you guys correct us if I'm wrong. I'm just saying, like, it's... No, I know. I was just trying to think of, like, best or, friends. That, like. Or have you ever heard of, like, someone... Have you ever listened to a podcast where Teresa's friend from New Jersey talks dishes about the show? Nope. Caroline Manzo's friend? <laughs> I don't know. Even, you know, like Vicki Gumfelson, none of her friends have stepped forward. I've also <laughs> I've also never seen any of their friends hang out with them like that though. So, I don't know. Yeah, you said some people were getting ripped on for like the the Yes. Okay. Some of the stuff. And I'd be like that'd be like if I went and filmed something if Julia slept with Chad. And I went and talked about both of both both of views both of views on like a documentary. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Well, you just you kind of don't think about it. Like it, it's exciting when you get opportunities or someone calls and asks for an interview or this or that. But I, I think that like if you are truly like that person's friend, you would take a pause and go. What, you know, like, would I like if they went on something like this to talk about me? Would I, what, like, you want to be the type of friend that you want, right? So I, it just is interesting to see how this is all going down. It's, it's never been like, it's, we've never had anything like this before. So it's all brand new. And I think some people are making mistakes with how they're handling it. Some people, it's okay. So like, it's still all coming together and there's new stuff every day that makes it exciting and so i guess we'll wait and see yeah all right well we'll be back you guys we're gonna watch the extra footage like i said we've got an event on saturday that we'll be reporting back to you guys on and stay tuned join our patreon there'll be some extra um, episodes in there if you want to dm us vanderpump rules party on instagram private Facebook group, Vanderpump Rules Party, super fun group, Patreon's only $3. You can DM us. You can see extra videos and photos. Yeah, and and I was guys- thinking this weekend we should videotape as much as we can mm-hmm. and post it in Patreon. Okay. But you're going to have to do that with the video upload. Well, you know what? I, I was just I was just messing around on Patreon and I saw if we upgrade, we can upload videos. So I need to look into that and see what that entails. But Let's just do that because then I can do it. Yeah, totally. So I will look into how we get that done and what that means. And oh, I don't I'm know if we qualify to upgrade, but um, yeah. We should because we're killing it. Yeah. Thanks to you guys. Okay, right. yeah. So we, yeah, stay tuned. Watch our social. Oh, oh I, what I was tomorrow gonna, we have an interview with the Wall Street Journal. Uh-uh. Legit. Yes. 
Um, I was going to say, you guys, that a lot of, like, people have been, like, DMing and, you know, whether you have, like, a question or whatever, like, we answer every single DM on our Instagram, our personal Instagrams. And so, if you slip through the cracks during this scandal time, just try again because we tried to hit every – a lot of times they come in the request folder, so we have to remember to go over there. So if you didn't get a response or, you know, it was just that's just a fluke. So try again, please. Yeah, because we don't have any unread messages in our regular folder because we answer them all. Um, but, yeah, just wanted to let you guys and, – and thank you guys again. We always say this, but, like, you guys, when you send us stuff – of what's going on like don't think like oh i don't want to if they i don't know if they saw this like just send it because it helps us keep up on what's going on and what is important to you guys and all of that cool all right we'll talk to you soon okay bye bye